Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hey, it's Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and Meredith for the best fish in action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bauer and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. What makes it a catfish hat? Is it a hat that you would wear catfishing or does it have catfish on it? It, it says catfish with a K and... She she probably will not wear it catfishing because it's so nice she won't want to get it dirty. Mm. So it's the brand catfish. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and just to elaborate on what Mike was talking about, there's a brand, catfishing brand, called Catfish, and it's spelled K-A-T-F-I-S-H. Brilliant and, marketing. You know, Brilliant. I'm, I'm not going to, I can't really argue with you. It's pretty crafty. So I'm sitting here with Mike Brillo and Kevin Lake, and they have the podcast The Real Deal and you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. So, yeah, um, you know, I do YouTube and uh, have a channel, Palmetto Cats. And part of the YouTube um, partner program, you know, you, you get your own revenue on your commercials, if anybody didn't know that. So uh, another part of it is a membership area. And listen to the ads if yeah. you want to support yeah. me. Actually, I would argue it's more beneficial to just watch the whole damn video. Yeah, I'd rather you watch from the beginning to end and skip the ads. Yeah, same, yeah. same. So, uh, so yeah, so I have a membership area where people can pay like you know four ninety nine or nine ninety nine. One guy pays forty nine ninety nine a month. That's a hell of a dude. Yeah, to to be on the to be a member of my boom squad is what I call it. Okay. Um, so uh, they pay a monthly amount, and you know there's certain incentives like you know that guy, you know I gave him a hoodie and a shirt and a sticker, you know that's and well then, that's your fifty bucks right there. Yeah, but well, it's every so. month. It's every month. Right. So yeah, um, then you have the four ninety nine. Anyway, the whole the whole point of it is to give them extra incentives for you know supporting me monetarily per mm-hmm. month. And so I felt like you know I need something else. I need something that's easy that I'm going to enjoy doing. Number one, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't want more work. Uh, so I was like, well, what if I did an interview type show, but made it a podcast, like a true podcast, kind of yeah. like what you're doing. Yeah. And only put it out on podcasts, but we'll record it live mm-hmm. on YouTube. 
and the members can come in and chat. Oh, that's cool. So idea. they get to see it recorded live behind the scenes, if you will. Sure. And so, uh, you know, I was thinking, you know, I, I talked to Mike pretty much, you know, two sometimes daily, but two or three times a week. We just bounce ideas off of each other. Right. And Mike's got a pile of them. Yeah, he does. That's one thing I enjoy yeah. fishing with you, Mike. Really? And me and Mike went fishing a handful of times. He's got ideas. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And a really good idea. You ideas. say surprised. You're like, oh, I am surprised. Well, you usually, shouldn't be surprised. You usually have some I feel damn like good I, ideas. I usually feel like I'm rambling and that I need to keep like, rambling because you to have some up. good rambles. Well, I, I, I appreciate that's a compliment I didn't expect to hear. I'm I, full of surprises. You just wait. We got an hour and a half. And, you and know? We'll, <laughs> that's your rap name, right? The Rambler, and, man. And what I will say too is the Rambler. Kevin, Kevin's description <laughs> that he just gave for the podcast is nothing like I would have described our podcast. And that's where you guys compliment each other well. It's interesting <clears throat> because just, everything he just said, I'm sitting here shaking my head. Spencer's paying attention to, to Kevin, and I'm thinking to myself, that is not how I see any of it. Well, this. no, I mean, I didn't get to finish. So that's, that, was the, that was the premise Okay, okay. for creating. And then I'm thinking, you know, who, who would I feel comfortable with? being like a, a lead with me you know and yeah so being that we especially live yeah like i would totally like it's tough screw something up because you're trying not to drop do this. an f-bomb you're trying like, not to do this <coughs> all the time you right, know and right. live you don't you only get one take that's yep, it yep but uh so i thought of mike and then so we started bouncing ideas off each other and we don't we really don't ever write anything down but it's a chance for us to I, I write everything down. Yeah, I don't write anything. I I have to write things down. I'm a writer. I got. I always took notes in school. Do I I'm know you? But we uh, yeah. Now he writes stuff down, and I'll type in. He has a Google <clears throat> Google Doc, and I'll type in it every once in a while, just to collaborate ideas. Now sometimes I go I go way overboard. You know, he'll start an idea, and I'll fill in the blanks. Sure. And that's kind of like what I do for a living. You know, mm-hmm. I'm an assistant principal, and so. I don't have the big ideas, but I make them work. I make all the big ideas work mm-hmm. or tell you that they can't work. You're like a principal engineer. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, wish I, I wish I got it paid in saying everything money. opposite yeah. of how I see it. Well, go for it. You just said that you take you take the idea and you make it work? No. I said I sometimes fill in the blanks on, on the Google sheet. I'm thinking okay. literally. Okay. You want to elaborate, well, Mike? Well, I'm I mean, kind of lost. On, a, on an idea... I oftentimes think that I just have it at like, uh, uh, like level A, mm. and I'm thinking that you know Kevin could could deliver that or present that or we can present that or maybe it's better for somebody else. But I feel that, and maybe I'm wrong. Mm. Kevin might disagree here. You're always. I right. feel that maybe <laughs> Kevin takes an idea and then it it. It turns into something completely different. Maybe just my idea helped to create that next idea. I can, I can and it may that. still be under the same general. But isn't that topic. like kind of making it work? Like you have an idea and he, he takes your idea and does something else with it and makes it work for the situation. You ever heard of a muse? I've heard of the band muse. But there's a, there's like a the term called. Yeah, they're solid. Yeah. A, a muse. And the muse. Brings out your creativity or your thought. Okay. Enhances your thinking. Yeah. And so I guess, you know, that's kind of what Mike is for me, is he'll have these little ideas. 
I think they're big ideas, but he's gonna he's gonna downplay it because he's modest. I feel like Mike the Muse is a better rapper name than Mike. Yeah. Curry. I'm like, oh, I can't rap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 holding steady on that one. So yeah. so okay. so for instance, here's an idea. Here here's a, an example: the Golden Whiskers Awards. Yep. Okay, Mike started off the idea with, "What if you had like in a Palmetto like award show?" Or something like that. Like you just gave awards out for whatever you thought was the best, mm-hmm. and not not to have, you know elaborate on the entire story, but then yeah. it it turned into, you know, let's take recordings of all these guys' videos and make a collage and have categories and nominations and actual awards and mm-hmm. people voting and now it's going to be live at the Catfish Conference in one year. You know, and, you know, Mike started all that. I give him full credit. Mm-hmm. You know, I give him full credit for the initial idea. And then the, I didn't even name it the Golden Whiskers. There was another dude. Um, was it Tim? No, no it's it it Tom. Yeah, LG Bass. Mm-hmm. Tom said, I was looking for names and I couldn't think of one. You know, it was like the Grammys. I was the Palominos or something. Yeah, we were going to call it the Palominos. It was supposed to be just for fun. Right. Like making fun of myself or making fun of catfishing. Just goofy awards like space cadet or something like that what would a space cadet bid like describe that one yeah or did you not get that did you not get that far (laughs) that's there you go we didn't get that far (laughs) had that name but not the description spencer you would have won that i'm sorry no (laughs) i would have been the space cadet because i'm i'm the one that leaves everybody scratching their head a little bit what What did you just do I may never have allowed that, no. <laughs> but then it became something serious, and people took it really serious. Sure. Like, super, like, like, you know, I don't think that's fair. You know, I mean, it's like Well, crazy. if you break like, it down what? and you think about human nature, it's it becomes somewhat of a popularity contest, it, and it, it invokes attention towards an individual and detracts attention from other individuals, and it's human nature to want attention. So when you remove that attention from somebody, especially positive attention like that, people get a little upset at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, my, I, I agree one hundred percent. That's my philosophy on that aspect of it. But continue astute, on astute astute observation. And that's debatable. <laughs> but we we can move on. But Say yeah, I mean that's that's golden. what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, that's that's you know, Michael have an idea like that, and I'll just take it and fill in the blanks or enhance whatever you want to call it. Uh, and not, so are you not the muse? Not the, well, maybe I am. Maybe you are. Maybe I am. I'm thinking I amuse him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know we don't we bounce ideas off. Some of them are terrible. You have to go through so many terrible ideas. Let's not talk about the terrible ones. But the, it's relevant. Wait a minute. Let's talk about terrible ones. You have to go through. Ta- so just many name ter- one terrible one. Oh, no. I don't know if we'll have time for all of them. We wouldn't have time for all my terrible ideas. Okay, here's one. I had. One of us had the idea to do a live stream casting contest. Okay. Who can cast a, a real uh, a, a lead the farthest on live stream? Yeah, and you were worried that I would dominate everyone by 50 yards, so you canceled it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, something like that, the logistics would be a nightmare. And it's just like, yeah, scratch that. Through. Yeah, you'd have to have video videography capabilities for everyone who enters it exactly and you'd have to have like certain benchmarks like i also had a tournament a line spooling tournament who can spool a didn't you do that one though no no i I wanted to yeah 
It was like, who can spool a, an Abu Garcia 6500 fastest? Yeah. But then everybody would have to have one. Everybody would have to buy the same line. I was just going to have you send me one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, then that, you know. You that, are an assistant principal. That started. You're yeah. loaded. Hey, right. you make <laughs> this thing work. Huh? You make things work. We would have figured yeah. it out. Hey, did I tell you, fun fact, I don't know if I've ever said it on here, and I can't remember if I ever told you, but I actually have my educational administrative license. Mm. Yeah. Wait, you could you be a principal? I now, could be a principal. Now you don't teach at all. Right. <laughs> you know, and the irony beyond even that is that when I went and got my administrative uh, degree, the the number one thing I learned was I don't want to be an administrator. <laughs> It's not for everybody, for sure. No, no. And the people who do it are special people. Well, I think, and and I came from a different um, content area than you, you did. I was a band director. Okay. A high school band director. My high school band director is now the superintendent of the school I went to. Well, and we're built that way. Like, people keep telling me, you know, what what's the best thing about being an assistant principal other than being a band director? I said, I have more time. And they looked at me and was like, what? You, sh- you should have less time. Being a band director, I was never home before 7 p.m. ever. Why? Ever. Because like we had rehearsals for marching band. What? Oh. In the wintertime, we did drum lines, competitive drum lines. So you're basically a coach year-round. That's it. Yeah. Year-round. What, what? With not the pay. Not the pay, though. What instrument did you play? Brass instruments, mostly. What did you start out on? Uh, clarinet, actually. Nice. And then I moved to the tuba because I guess I was fat and white and my my band director was like hey we need more tubas yeah and of course i'm like yeah all right let's go <laughs> that's funny they they uh i i did percussion and they moved me to the bass drum and marching band because i was really? the only one who'd carry it everyone <laughs> 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 else is like screw that hey spence is is uh is stacked put him give him the 32 inch bass drum let him march yeah <laughs> yeah i'm just bigger than 150 pounds that was the criteria mike do you do anything in band i did absolutely nothing in any school Really? You didn't whatsoever. play a sport? You didn't do drama? I, I played one season of flag football, and then I just said, meh, to that. Um, it's boring. And then in high school, I was like, ah, maybe I'll do that again. Uh-huh. And then Ross Verba walked down the hallway. And you're like, and Jesus, he's six you're foot a four, big bastard. He's <laughs> 255, 270. And he's like, excuse me. And I'm like, yes, sir. I was like, I'll get out of the way. And he's like, oh, hey, you're Marillo's little cousin. I was like. Yeah, I'm not going to be his tackling dummy. <laughs> I was like, nope, forget it. And every year they would talk to me, hey, you want to play this year? It's like, we need we need some beef on the line. I'm like, nope, <laughs> they're too big, forget well, it. But you're a big dude. I, I am now. I, I definitely am a lot bigger than I was back then, but uh, I – I didn't want it. I didn't want yeah, to do it. Yeah, you got to enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to put everything into it. You yeah. need to. Fishing's kind of like that, I feel like. That's right. Nice segue. Yeah. Have you done this podcast thing before? Not very well, okay. but I've done it a lot. <laughs> no, what were we talking about? Next time on Epic Cat. We were talking about the Golden Whiskers and yeah, oh, amusing, ideas. Amusing and being amused. So anyway, talk about more what the Golden Whiskers All really right. is. I don't even think we got to that no, point yet. So it's, it's an award show for catfishing and YouTube. Yeah. So not, you know, the tournament guys have their tournament stages and they have their you know, big purses and uh, trophies and whatnot. But, uh, you know, the guys on YouTube basically have their fans, you know, and mm-hmm. if you're monetized and you make a little bit of money every once in a while. 
So, uh, you know, basically we have developed categories like the Blue Cat Award. It uh, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be a giant blue cat. It's but just, it's got to be a blue cat. It's got to be a, memor- a memorable catch. Blue cat, though. Blue cat. Yeah. So it can be a 20-pound blue cat, but maybe, you know, you caught it some weird way. Or it's the biggest catfish you ever caught, mm-hmm. you know. But it has to be on video. People have to see it. <clears throat> That's the thing. They all have to be recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, the Flathead, which you were nominated for last year. Oh, yeah. Flathead of the Year Award, you know. Um, again, doesn't have to be the biggest one. It wasn't even the biggest one I caught that year. I, well, Just to add credence to what you're saying. Yeah, you know, and I... You know, uh, the Channel Cat Award. Then we have, um, you know, some of, some of them are definitely don't mean much, like the best boat of the world. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm winning that this year. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so, I'll vote for you. Yeah, Mike Spencer is Bauer. voting for me. Mike's seen it. <laughs> I'll Mike's start the campaign right now. That's yep, the only one I give a crap about. Uh, Kayak Angler of the Year. You were nominated for that one, too. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. Uh, then you get into the creative side. There are also... So all those awards I just mentioned are voted on by fans and creators. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I've created a Facebook page where I'll put a Google do, uh, Google form on there, and people can nominate. So they have, to, they have to go to YouTube. They have to watch your video, which is the genius of it, because... Then the creators getting more watch time. Sure, copy the link, put it in the form, nominate. Uh, the top three nominations from each category will mm-hmm. vote on later in the year, uh, or not later in the year, a few you know a month later. But basically, um, that's it. You you go nominate your favorites for each category, and then there's a creator side which only creators can vote for. Yeah. Um, and and I did that not that not that the general public doesn't understand what cinematography means, because you know you ask most YouTubers they probably don't know what it means. But then there, there are some that do. Mm-hmm. Sound design, things of that, those kind of awards. Mm-hmm. YouTubers, fellow content creators, only vote for those. Gotcha. So, um, you know, editor of the year, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, it's good. It's gonna be fun. I, you know, the awards are just cheap medals that I bought on Crown Awards. I funded the whole thing, but mm-hmm. then on the night of the show, people donated like crazy. Really? And kind of funded know, they it paid, for the future. They well, no, they funded it for that year. They funded the shipping of all the awards and the purchase of them. So I ended up making, you know couple extra dollars mm-hmm. but the more important thing was is i didn't have to pay for all the shipping the community really took care of me and that's I cool yeah and, and that's that's what's unique about it and hopefully it'll happen again but you know if not i'm prepared to you know sponsor it again sure and then you know hopefully a lot of people will be at CatCon in louisville and i won't have to ship anything <laughs> i can just here you go spence there's your award there. that would be ideal i hope i can make it i'm not sure what the whole guiding thing how it's going to shake out but it's the last weekend of february catfish conference in louisville is a, a cool deal if you like catfishing or just mm. interested in it or if you just like fishing it's a concentration february 26 yeah. 25th and 26th yep. last weekend of february and it's just neat to be around people who have commonalities mm-hmm. to you you mm-hmm. know but that award sounds like cool deal there's a lot of uh, uh, cool stuff about it you ever have any like negatives though you ever have any issues with like jealousy yeah. like people pointing fingers saying you're full of crap no not any of that um and this is 
sensitive, so I'm going to try to walk around a little bit. Well, you are an administrator, uh, so well, you should be good at this. <laughs> creative, what is it? Uh, creative reasoning? I don't know. But anyway, I call it creative bullshitting. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for the. Uh, the I'm term. not good at walking around things. Maybe it's good I'm not a principal. Maybe it's good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know, we've had uh, an organization contact me that one of our winners, you know, was a poacher. No kidding. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, you know, I didn't contact the winner. I didn't, you know, I'm not playing that game. Why did they freaking reach out to you? Like you're going to hand out like, okay, they handed out the ticket and you're going to like check the box at the bottom. Like, yeah, they don't deserve this award through whatever Mm -hmm. department of natural resources. (laughs) Uh, You know, and I'm not going to mention the organization uh, because it doesn't matter. That is one of the dumbest things. Why do they give a shit that they received some online (laughs) award for (laughs) that somebody just came up with and decided to do on their own? It's not like you're a professional organization. You're a YouTube channel. Yeah, but apparently it was viewed as such a prestigious thing. Okay. Which blows my freaking mind. Right. That Did we you just, ever tell me about any of that? I don't remember. Probably not. It's news to me, too. I, ma- I made it, well, and uh, for good reason. Sure. It doesn't need to be yeah. important. Yeah. Sure. It doesn't need to be important. But it's interesting. It's interesting to me that there is a state, or they don't, I think they're state-funded, state-funded, taxpayer-revenued organization. No, it wasn't one of those. It was not. It was an independent group. Okay, and, and, and I was imagining like so, the no, it's DNR. Not, it's reached not out DNR. To oh, okay, no, I'll, I'll go ahead and clear that up. It's I was DNR. about ready to write a letter. No, 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 and no. Be no. like, my taxpayer dollars are going <laughs> to this crap. No, no, no. It was an independent group, and they made some valid points. And I listened. At first, I rolled my eyes. I'm rolling my eyes right now. And I was like, "Dude, are you freaking kidding me?" And then he was like, "Yeah, this and this and this and this." And I was like, "Okay, I see your point. You do realize." I had no idea that was happening. Right. I have no proof that it was happening. And they said they had proof they were going to blow it up everywhere. And I said, okay. And he was—he said he was looking out for me. All right. Describe this private organization. No, I'm not going to. No, no. I'm just <laughs> trying to have context of what type of organization would do this. Because it sounds to me like it's an individual with an agenda or something against somebody. It could be because I don't live in the region. Okay. Um, but yeah, basically it had to do with, um, well, I can't even, I don't even want to go into that, but basically it was, uh, a small group of people who helped conserve, um, fish and natural resources. How about that? So a private, I believe, I believe it's private. Okay. Uh, it's been, it's been over a year, so I really, I can't remember the name of it. But I have it. Yeah, you, know, you can. You don't have to down. say it. Yeah, you can. You <laughs> but anyway, you don't have to lie. On the point here. they were trying—I really don't, honestly. Yeah, I do have it written down somewhere. But uh, the point of the matter was, is they were just upset that he, he this person, uh, received an award, and I was like, well, you know, I'll make a public statement. Will that will that satisfy you? And they yeah. were satisfied with that. So okay. We also had someone on there that had committed fraud that won something. Like what kind uh, of fraud? Like money fraud. Um, well, like, that doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. I mean, if you're, but uh, but again, I didn't. The catfish know. don't care. I didn't know about <laughs> these things, and and I don't condone these things. I don't condone people breaking the law, right? You know, and, and you know that would have been could have been a discussion I had previously to the awards, you know, when they were nominated. Yeah, but, you know, it's kind of different. Um, I don't think people thought the Golden Whiskers were going to be anything. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think people even knew about it. And then it went live. Yeah. And people just went nuts over it. Yeah. You know, I heard tournament anglers were watching it in hotel rooms. I was like, why? Because it's catfishing. It was fun. And they like catfishing. Well, it's fun. It is. You know, and and so I just started getting phone calls. And people, you know, when something's successful, everybody wants a piece of it. Right. So, um, which was cool. I'm not going to lie. That was fun. But, uh. But yeah, and those are the only negative things. And so I just made a statement, which I do believe in, and I back up and said, you know, Palmetto Cats nor the Golden Whiskers supports people breaking the law, poaching, uh, committing fraud of any kind, and, uh, yeah. you know, in the future, you know, whatever. <laughs> so it's there. It's public. You can go check it out. It's on the Golden Whiskers Facebook page. But uh, Well, I feel bad now because this all started because I was watching, like, the Grammys one night, and I thought that they sucked. And I thought that everybody that I watched on YouTube deserved awards for all of their great efforts and everything that they've done. That's where the idea came from. So I can get on board with that. I think Heck the Grammys yeah. suck. I think TV in general sucks. It does. Yeah. I'm going to watch anything. It might as well be a little bit of YouTube fish. And the nice part about the beautiful thing about YouTube is you can type in the exact thing you want to watch. And there's a lot of great stuff to watch out there. But, uh, but yeah, that's that, that's been the only negative thing. And I don't even take it too seriously because I have no proof. You know. True, you're just going off what yeah, some people exactly. told you. So, you know, I haven't I haven't notified the people that were targeted. Are you going to have a screening process in no. the future? No, I'm not. You're going to, you know, have an FBI background check no, no. to qualify for the Golden Whiskers? No, you know, it's, I always believe in it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission, so... I'm the opposite. I always like asking permission first. I knock on a lot of doors when it t- comes to access and land and stuff. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a different story. But it's always there's, in the back of my head. There's guns involved in that. Well, maybe down involved. south, yeah. which we'll talk about south versus north here for too long. But <laughs> No, Mike, you've been quiet, and i got a question for you, man. Okay, like, shoot. You're talking to, like, Kevin's talking about the Golden Whiskers, and you're talking about, like, uh, Lauren and then all the rest of your your kiddos you got and you got a lot of stuff going on both of you do like how do you find balance between doing what you're doing now and then fulfilling your husbandly fatherly and career related duties you know I, I guess I really don't think about things that way okay I I probably step number one everything well well maybe maybe it's because it's already kind of like road mapped um i think that my my day is pretty much scripted before it even happens uh usually wake up you know 4 30 in the morning get ready to go to work yep i don't even help get the kids ready or anything well, I just you gotta have be to, at work already. i just have to get out of the way yeah you know free open <laughs> get get in and out of the shower get to work and Kristen gets the girls up, gets them off of school, and sure. I have to leave work in time to pick Lauren up from kindergarten now. Yeah, which has drastically changed my fishing schedule. Well, you can when take she was her in, with you. Well, I I could, but also to um, the reason why I, I I I did not do that very much was because Leia is now three and she wants to fish. 
Mm-hmm. And I really struggle having both of them going at the same time. Now, actually, you made that a whole lot easier when you taught Lauren how to cast a spinning rod. I have my moments. Because she is like, look, just put this lure on. I'll just go over there and cast. You can deal with Leia. Well, you know, sooner or later, she will she will tangle up quite a bit of line. Mm-hmm. And, and Leia cannot yet function on her own. At she's all. three. She's so three. She's that. learning. She's learning. You got to you got to hold the rod with her and and get her going. But uh, I didn't even try it. Actually, I, I I made sure that I had help with me. Um, secret weapon is always my sister Trish. Mm. She's, Trish is like she's Trish is like. Come on, let's go. I'll help you. We'll get it going. Trish. She's wonderful. She was, yes. she was going to come to to the Kansas City CatCon, but her husband had scheduled a family hiking and camping in utah week and they happen to fall in this exact week well that that still goes back to the question though like you have all this crap going on all these things requiring your attention but you still find time to do this podcast to bounce ideas off of kevin or fix Kevin's ideas, however you go about it. <laughs> Both mm. are correct. Yeah, like, where, where do Both you find time? Well, uh, I, I am able to, to, to function on, on very little sleep. That's Sometimes a valuable I attribute. Sometimes I could sleep maybe two or three hours, and I can still have a productive 16-hour day. Really? Until I go back to sleep again. We were talking about earlier. Well, we we mentioned that. Like, I'm glad you did. We talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, that's how we open. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, sometimes I, I just need. Sometimes <laughs> I just need three, four hours of sleep. Sometimes I wake up at two thirty and I can't go back to sleep, so I just stay awake and I just keep going. Sometimes I get embarrassed about how early I go to bed. Uh, like I don't don't tell people I'm supposed to be the night owl, flathead fisherman, you know. And there's lots of times where I'm in bed by like. 8:30, especially in the winter when it's been dark for three and a half hours at that point in time yep there's definitely a transition there for sure yeah but like, you oh. also transition into the morning fisherman then now don't I you? do See? I do I wake up at like Give yourself five some credit five no no credit just yeah. just facts <laughs> go to bed early wake up early then if I stay up late I wake up later but it's it's impressive for anybody who can just like who naturally falls into that or is able to persevere through the lack of sleep and still be a quality functioning individual. Cause I'm like on the downhill slide right now. I've been going hard since Wednesday and it's finally catching up to me today. And, uh, yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm not, not at a hundred percent mental functionality. Like I am sometimes, but Kevin, I, mean, we, more. We, we, I think you dropped me a compliment in the middle there, and I appreciate that. <laughs> but also, too, I do want to say that uh, Kristen handles her side of everything that we encounter. Yeah. Uh, I cannot tell you how the kids' clothes are organized. I just know that they are. I've been told I fold clothes the wrong way, so I'm not involved in that. You know, uh, I really consider myself to be a selfish individual in the fact that if I want to do something, I'm going to figure out a way to do it. Sure. Whether that be buy four fishing rods that I probably didn't need this weekend, but two of them that Lauren really wanted, 
and uh, another that I actually spoke to you about. So, uh, no, not blaming you or anything. I'm just I took you can a recommendation. Blame me. It's fine. I took a recommendation. I have no issues being yeah. the scapegoat. And and I I did like what I felt with the rod, so I figured, hey, give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't have anything else that I want to do uh, other than fish or talk about fishing or watch people fish or just enjoy any aspect of it. I got I, I embraced this YouTube situation because I was sitting there rocking Lauren to sleep. Yeah. This teeny tiny little baby. And I'm like, I can't fish. I'm not going to be able to go. I have to do this. I have to, you know, I have to do my part. And I, I'm not saying I felt bad about that or whatever. I'm like, okay, if I can't fish, I need to watch fishing. So yeah. I grew up watching Jimmy Houston outdoors. Me too. I could sing you the song right now. You can sing it. I, if you no, want. no, I Pause. should. Oh, I should have never said it. Yeah. Pause for commercial. I don't remember it, so you got to at least start. So anyway, it. you got to start uh, it so it can come. No, come no, back. we're not, we're not do, going there. Do, do, do. <laughs> Is that how it goes? I have been. I begged Kevin for months and months to get Jimmy onto his show. I was like, Almost I was like, did. okay, dude. I was like, if you're if you're going after the big ones. I was like, you got to get these people off YouTube. I was like, but go for the legends too. We almost had uh, it. The three legends, and he got away. He was working well, on broke it. The, yeah. Broke talking, the line. And I was got talking away. to his his person, yeah. his handler, I guess. And uh, we'd had two phone conversations and emails going back and forth. And I think his wife started to get sick. Oh. Um, and that you know. And all yeah. conversations stopped, which they should have. I was just going to yeah, say that. Yeah. Took the words they out of sh- my mouth. They really should have, and I don't blame him or anybody. And Jimmy probably, it never probably even got to his. No, actually, he did say, yeah, he's interested. We just got to work stuff out. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Interested? Yes. And then his wife got sick. Um, and I just put those two and two together. Like, they didn't tell me that was the reason, but I assumed, and obviously, rightfully so, they should definitely take care of his lady. <clears throat> so but, uh, that was cool. So you, Kevin. Me. You. Me. Back to me, then to you. From you <laughs> to me, then back to you. Um, I did not become a school administrator, and it's mainly for one reason. And the gist I got, if you're a school administrator, it's not that it's like physically back-breaking work. It's not that it's sometimes, I mean, you always got to be calculating, but... You can do some parts of it, a fairly decent amount of it, by just filling in the spaces on the reports, you know, some of that. Um, But the part that really, really got to me the most was the time. Like, you are committed to being at school for a long duration of time. And I'm comparing it to what I'm used to. I mean, as a band director, it sounds like your idea of time is a little bit different, but still, it's still time. It is. So you're at school early, Mm -hmm. you leave school late, you come home, you have kids, right? Nope. Oh, I thought you had kids. We are kidless. Kidless. Well, that minimizes a few things. But you still got to spend time with your your wife and be a good husband. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you fit the time in to do all this stuff? Well, I mean, not having kids is huge. Yeah, is a huge part of it. And not that we didn't want kids. That's you know, that's a whole other subject. But I just we just weren't blessed with them. You know, it's sure wasn't in his plan, God's yeah. plan. So uh, and we're okay with that. I think we're to the point. 
you know, we're in our forties now and it's like, you know, having a little extra money is fine. Sure. Know? And, sure. You know, if we ever want to experience, you know, being parents, we could adopt or, or, uh, foster. But anyway, that's like, again, that's a whole podcast, but, um, but yeah, you know, I get to school. I'm probably the first, other than you know, one of the janitors and the and the uh, lady that runs the front office. I'm the first one there. You know, I do all the bus duties and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But the beauty of that is, is unless uh, unless I have a game or you know have duty at a game or a meeting or something like that, I'm usually out the door before four. Really? Yeah. So you uh, almost have more time. More time. Like uh, over, like away from the building, compared to being a band teacher. And oh yeah, I have, but, way, have way more time than when I was band director. And by the way, I noticed when I said "fill in the blank" type mentalities, your eyes got a little squinty. I didn't know what you meant on the forms. I didn't know like state reports, you know how many state reports down south? Yeah, well, yeah, but that's not my job. You don't have to do that. You're the assistant assistant principal. I figured that'd be the stuff that'd be thrown at you. Oh, Is that no. North versus South thing starting up right now? <laughs> oh, we're 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 segueing into okay, it. Okay, okay. But no, I, I mean, I have I have lots of responsibilities, but I, I'm very thankful to work in a school district which values my talents, yeah, and knows where they lie, and and really what uses you, me. What so, what are your talents within a school? Well, I mean, you know, you don't have to be talented to stand at bus duty or hand out books. No, but like if that. they're utilizing your talents, then there's got to be something you're thinking. So of. I, I run all the social media for the district. Okay. And the school. Okay. Um, Do I'm, you MC events? No, <laughs> but that's a talent. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. But uh, you know that they, they buy me equipment to do it. Like they I have a drone. And I have that's you know, badass, that's really man. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna not gonna say whether it has or hasn't, uh, you know, helped with the YouTube channel, right? <laughs> but uh, they bought. But me it was a, just sitting there, so somebody might as well. Yeah, I mean, they bought me a new MacBook. Yeah, uh, you know, and cameras and mm-hmm. lights and all kinds of stuff. And I don't use that stuff for the channel. The drone, maybe it has made an appearance or two, but uh, but you know, most of what I do is is based around culture. Uh, I've, I feel like I'm a school culture professional. Yeah. Like, that's where I really shine. Is really my favorite. The favorite part of my job is to be in the hallway when the kids are changing classes. Yeah. Because kids are so cool, man. It, you get to see. In what age group are you? High or? school. High school. So, you know. Uh, Do you ever, are, you ever, are you ever too excited? No. Kid, kids are like, oh, you're too excited. You're not cool anymore. Oh, no. Uh, I, so glad you weren't thinking of uh, never mind so yeah uh, no I, I i'm excited to see them i really love well, what were you thinking i don't of? i don't know what you were thought, i'm, I'm thinking, were thinking of like me being around high school kids yeah. and if you get too like stoked about what you're talking about they look at you like you're a freaking alien i know no no i knew so, what you meant yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'll break it down a little bit for, so school high school or microcosm society oh yeah i mean you have different rate especially in the south you have different races different uh you know socioeconomic levels you have people moving in that you have, have the no new idea. kids the, you exactly. have the established kids you got the kids the nerds, who play the, sports yeah. you got the kids who like dungeons and dragons you got mm-hmm. you know all different kinds and of so things you get all out. these different things do you have a fish a fishing like click 
Uh, we'll get there in just a second. Okay. So, so, and I'll try to go fast because I, I do love my job. I, I like have done this. Before. I'm going to ask you a million questions. Keep going. I do love this, but uh, but you know, you get to see all these kids together and see all the different personalities, and I have to adjust the way I talk to them based on what I know about them. And so, getting in the hallway, but that shows you give a crap. I do. Man. I love like them. you get to know some kids, yeah. and then you like are considered of their. The things they like. Yeah. But then they, they realize that when they come to my office, it's business. You know what I love? How we talk about high school kids like they're not even people. <laughs> like they. <laughs> These young pupils. Yeah. Some scholars. Yeah. But uh, they've discovered my YouTube channel last year. And I think it's the coolest thing ever. Do they? You have any it. kids who pick on you about it? No. I did. They go, Palmetto Cats, I'm going to buy some merch. I, I had kids who would be who would just start citing like things I would say fairly consistently on my YouTube. Like what? Like, what's up, River Rats? <laughs> Every time they walk <laughs> in, they just like poke at me a little bit. I got a kid. Well, you had out. middle school kids, though. Oh, I mean, like it's any different. Yeah, that, I mean, it's a little different. No, because, the high school kids love it. Yeah. They're like, and, you know, those of you who've never seen my channel, it's... I, barely over 7,000 subscribers so it's not like you know we're Spencer Bauer over here but I have kids that come in and go whoa whoa man, whoa whoa man you're you're famous you kind of dude I'm like what dude st- think about you're standing up in front of 7,000 people every time you're on a camera eh, maybe I mean, what what one of those accounts may be another email of mine well then you <laughs> But if there's anybody who's like, I don't have a big YouTube channel. I only have 150 subscribers. It's relative. I know. Yeah, imagine what it's like it's to relative. stand up in front of 150 people. I presented in front of like 80 people, and I was nervous as shit. And now today. you do 85,000, something like that? Uh, I mean, 90,000? If I'm lucky. If, if I have a good video. <laughs> but yeah, they, they think it's cool. I mean, yeah, uh, maybe some of the thumbs down maybe came from them, you know, but. Whatever. I, I know I had one kid. They came from me. I know, that's <laughs> All of them. Hey, at least you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just one kid that would go into my live streams all the time, and I knew it was him. You know, and I have a Christian channel. I'm not ashamed of it, and I pray at the end of all my live streams yep. and all that. And uh, so they can watch, and their parents can feel okay with it. Yeah. And I, I the, the most embarrassing thing would be they make fun of my singing. Because I just get excited and I just start singing. Like, do you do it in school? Yeah. So what's the difference? Uh, nothing. Really. Nothing. Yeah. They just they look at me like I'm crazy in school. Yeah. But uh, you know, and it's most of, mostly the the redneck kids that that watch the channel. But yeah. That uh, every every other day, I mean, I didn't know you had a YouTube channel. Like, well, now you do. Yeah. Click like subscribe. and subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> share it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, and then, and then. I probably take too much on, to be honest with you. I try to do too much, but that's what keeps me driving. You know? Sure. It keeps you alive. And I believe that the more time you have not doing anything is the more time that you're wasting opportunities. Right. You know, So take a bunch on. Take on more than you can do. And if you fail at something, you fail at it. Well, especially if you enjoy it. You know, like you're going to spend your time doing something and like one dude today asked me how many days I'm on the water. 200 he, is what you said. Yeah. It's probably more like 250, 280, <laughs> but, but, uh, the reality is, is if you got time to sit on your ass and watch TV right. for three hours, you got time to sit on a riverbank on Do your it. ass for three hours. So what's the big difference? 
when you really break it down and i i just i enjoy being outside a lot more than i enjoy being inside so whenever i get the chance to to do it i go do it and it just happens to be like 250 ish days a year that i get to go sit for three to 24 hours (laughs) on a riverbank and and one thing that you've uh gotten to the point of is that you know you can do more of that now because you're you've been so successful uh, at youtube and and the guiding business is starting up so you're getting to spend more time on the water and it's a job too and i still love it that's freaking awesome yeah that was gonna be my next question that's my hustle that's my that's my hustle now i i've already told mike and other people because i don't think and i know never say never i'm not going to say never i don't think that getting to that point will happen for me yeah um until I'm, I only have 11 years so I can retire. Oh, really? And state benefits are fantastic. Health insurance. Sure. I hear a train. I do too. Yeah, there's trains everywhere in Kansas City. Oh, okay. I love it's it. It's the catfish reminds train. Me of, reminds me of being a kid down in Valley Junction. Does it? Yep. I grew up like 200 yards from railroad. I know how you feel. Yep. Toot, toot. No, but anyway, they didn't do that. It was just. <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. That's uh, only but yeah, you know, kids books. state uh, state insurance is hard to beat. State sure. retirements. Are well, hard that to you're beat thinking that. logically. That's, I am. That's crazy. It is. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, I'm not off the deep end yet. I've only been doing this for two years. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Switching so it north, up. north and south. What's that about? Well, that's what I was going to switch it up to. Is this the furthest north you've ever been? No. So I I marched a drum and bugle corps. All right, let's take uh, a step back. Yeah, I marched the drum. You're 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 years. down in South, South Carolina, Carolina, right next to the fame Santa Cooper. Right? Santa Cooper. Yep. And I'm not jealous. I'm a little jealous. But uh, where are you? Are you from that area? Mm-hmm. So you're from that area, Goose you, Creek, South Carolina. You, you can name every town in South Carolina. <laughs> it won't mean anything to me, but. You, you're from that area. You live in that area currently, but you've been further north. And because we're in Kansas City right now for the Kansas City Catfish Conference, they did a, a Midwestern thing, and mm-hmm. they asked me to present. And I would have been down here either way, whether I was presenting or not. But um, you you came up for it. Mm-hmm. You came down for it. Mike, yes. Mike's a Central Iowa. You're native up there too, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. West Des Moines. Yeah. I- Iowanian. Iowegian. <laughs> yeah. I, I said that on our walk back from the conference, and he's like, is that a real thing? I'm like, it, no. Yeah. But yeah, it it's is. real. It's real. It Mike said it's real. But you're from down south, so where have you been further north than here? I've been to Rockford, Wisconsin. I've been to... Yeah, that's further north. Yeah, I've been all over. I've been everywhere, man. For what? Drum and Bugle Corps. I marched... Uh, basically, that? it's a professional marching band. Okay. Uh, it's that was a, my favorite, like type of band by the way was marching band oh yeah yeah definitely especially yeah. playing bass drum yeah concert band you had to be quiet they like like marching band you could beat on that thing yeah. as hard <laughs> as you could and it was just and fine. you were outside and, that's and i was like. outside you're right but no we we traveled the whole country we did a coast to coast tour my last year and so i've been california oregon you ever fish up here uh no i haven't gosh that's that's next on the list i've been doing a lot more traveling yeah, um, you know, I went out to New Mexico to fish with Chris Flores. Yeah, and that was fun. That would be. That was really fun. I need to get out there. And I do. If anybody listening to this podcast who does not know who Chris Flores is, 
he uh what the hell is his name of his channel uh, muddy river catfish that's it but right. the most imp- yes the most Sorry. important part of it dude i suck at names wearing the shirt <laughs> why are you apologizing like chris flores and that's what i was saying is literally the nicest person i've ever met in my life 100 percent. and if it wasn't like a 20-hour drive or a flight i would be there regularly just because i enjoy being around the guy like he's one of them guys that i don't know just being around him you feel good about yourself and he's a guy who makes you feel good about yourself and you feel like you're a better person just being around him thousand percent yeah yeah and he's got a cool youtube channel yeah yeah and he's made some like the onion video that's probably his most popular one that fishing with onions the wd-40 one is probably Okay, that, but so that, that, gonna, don't they have like millions of views? Yeah, like three million. I'm going to derail your podcast here for a quick second. Please. I'm going to argue with you. You, you ready? two guys don't think that you're exactly like that for the rest of us? Because mm. I think you are. No. You really are. I'm probably not a good example I, for you, young children. You No. It's just ironic because I, I was a teacher. I, 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 I have my, a teacher filter, though, in my defense. You, I had my child on your boat. You did. We and I put on together. the teacher you filter. You did amazing. And you did better than I did. Admit it, because you saw me when I was losing my temper. But I'm not around her all and, the time. That's a big difference. And and, and you 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 kept distracting her and 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 uh, diverting her into other things. So you did awesome. And Kevin is exactly like you just described, Chris. It. I I really I said earlier I feel I'm a selfish person. I told you the, from the beginning I think I'm a boring person. And oh, uh, we're gonna get to that. Uh, yeah, I know we're gonna get to it. But yeah. but I look at you two as helping to 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 guide me towards some of the positive things because sometimes i just dwell too much on the negative but are like, you hey, like i can't con- get to go out fishing I'm a conglomerate out. of the people you spend the most time with or at least a, like associate yourself with the most that was deep yeah but i like it but I it's like real it. i think he's i think he's right like you are the average right. of the five people you spend the most time with I'm on board I, with that. Is that like yeah. a real thing? Absolutely. That sounds plausible. Yes. And that's why I appreciate how much I get to collaborate with Kevin. And uh, Trish and I are just like, okay, well, we don't really want to bother Spencer. But he did say, hey, you got a question? Just text me. If you I know, say and, it, I mean it. Yep. And yep, if I mean and, it, I say it. Period. End of story. Yep. And I would, I, I'm not going to bullshit you either. Like, yep. if I don't want you to talk to me, I'm not going to be like, hey, sh- <laughs> Get a hold of me whenever. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be like, all right, see ya, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I actually had a great weekend. I was wearing a River Certified sweatshirt. You was. Like I said, you were born to wear that sweatshirt. I, you look I, damn good in that sweatshirt. I, I, I'm, still, I'm still smiling for that compliment as well. So it's it's been a tremendously uh, positive weekend for me. But four well, times about I had me. people. Four well, times I had people come up to me and be like, dude, man, I love your videos. I'm like. I don't even look like Spencer. I was like, I bought this, but I have fished with the man. He is as cool as his videos. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, I knew it wasn't you. I was like, it's okay, man. I was like, you're excited. I was like, he's coming here. He's going to be presenting tomorrow. And they're like, okay, okay, all right. And and uh, even today, there was somebody. He was literally maybe a hundred and twenty-five feet away. And he saw my sweatshirt. He was wearing one of your shirts. 
and and he I made looked, eye contact. I looked at him and I'm like I'm like, yeah, he's he's locked on eye contact with me. So I gave him the Mexican Everybody hello. Oh yeah. I gave him the Mexican hello the from old the distance. Nod. Yep. And then I tapped on my on my on my sh- on my sweatshirt on the logo. And he's like he just did a fist bump. He's like <laughs> and he came towards me. I was I was like, he was just here, you missed him. And he's like, No, no, I was in there. I, I he's like, I stopped him too. We chatted a little bit. He's like, what a good dude, and uh, I was like, yeah, he had to go get something to eat. I was like, I don't, I don't think he'll be back. But, and then another kid comes up and he's like, you have the best videos. I was like, Spencer has really good videos, <laughs> and I'm sure he appreciates you. I was like, but I, I, I was like, I just fish with him. I, was I like, just, I was like, I'm his friend. I was like, so, it's, it's. I was like, it's. I was like, keep watching, man. It's awesome. More good content coming. Yeah, that makes so me feel good about kid. the tan. Like, maybe I got a pretty good tan this summer. <laughs> Mike's Mexican. He's a little darker complected than I am the exact opposite, which makes it pretty entertaining. I'm sure my cheeks are rosy because I've been drinking a few beers. Cervezas. But, yeah, and I'm the only one drinking in this podcast, so we can't even have, like, the drinking game. Uh, Trisha's ashamed of me. She did text shame me. She's like, you're supposed to show up with bush light. And I'm like, I, I don't think we're going to I supply get to myself. Store, so. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> no, you say you're boring. I don't think you're boring. What's your well, evidence I, that supports that you're boring? I, I appreciate that again. But uh, all I do kind of is a boring work. response. All I do is work, and then I want to think or, or get involved in anything that's fishing. That's not boring. I mean, I'm a... I'm a, I'm a I'm a Hawkeye fan. I love NHL hockey. You know, I I, I find I like that kind of stuff. boring. Yeah. I feel like it's soccer on skates. Yeah, until you're on that ice on those skates and you get to smash into somebody. Or that's and that's a great a point because like you appreciate a sport so much more when you've played. Yeah. And did you play hockey Absolutely. at all? I played pickup hockey. I didn't. I but didn't that's play playing. on a club. I didn't, I didn't even play pickup else, hockey. So. I played with a few guys who ended up being NHL players. Oh, you got to play some legit pickup games. Th- trust me, they were playing hockey, and I was there. <laughs> the 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 incredible talent in their feet and in their hands sure. is insane. Yeah, that hand-eye coordination, but their feet is what separates them from everybody else. Yeah. These guys could skate backwards faster than most guys can skate. But we're forwards. getting away from the subject yeah, at true, hand. True. Like, why? Why are you so boring? I, like, well, I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't or not think why that, you're so boring. Like, what do you do that's so boring? Because none of that sounds that boring to me. Like, you go to work. I work. You think about fishing. I think about fishing. You like to go fishing. I like to go fishing. You're boring. Am I boring? I don't think I'm that boring. No. Well, maybe, maybe I feel boring compared to you two because you guys do have the the YouTube channels and you create these cool See, videos. See, when you compare yourself to what? How's that saying go? Like, oh, he's got a saying. No, I'm, I'm. I know there is a saying, but I'm asking for help. It's like comparisons rob happiness hey, or something Siri. like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something like that. Like when you compare yourself to other people, you're just robbing yourself from the appreciation of who you are. Everybody's got their things that are interesting and their things that are boring. We're getting way too philosophical mm. about this, but comparison yeah. is the thief of joy. That's oh. it, right there. Who said it? Some. Oh, you're just looking at the pictures. Yeah, some That's guy cool. on Shutter. Some meme. I like those. Some ones. meme said it. <laughs> I like quotes like that. That's nice. 
So my point being is you're not boring. All right, I'll, I'll stop saying and it. You can't Dang be boring because if you're boring, then I'm boring. We All right, yeah, and that's not true, so you're right. I'll quit saying it. I got you. <laughs> I, I, I'm I with like it. Think, think not. I'm on board now. <clears throat> so you've traveled around, Kevin. I'm going to put you in a position mm. where you have to pick. Mm. Okay, which do you prefer? Well, actually, this, maybe this is a shitty question because you live Could down be. south. I was going to have you pick, like, which do you prefer more? But obviously you prefer, prefer the south more if you live in the south. I don't know the question. Well, which do you prefer more, the north or the south? I've never fished up north. It wasn't fishing. It's just in general. Oh, south. 100%. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, I hate the cold. Is that the only reason? I hate the cold. Are you cold right now? Uh, no. Well, we're inside. Well, that's a, that's a good good point right there. We're up north. Kevin's not cold. I guess living living up north or, or living down south or traveling north or traveling south, it, I guess traveling north in the summer months would be fine. Yeah, you know, nice temperate climate for most of the Midwest, and and then once you get up north, unless you're around the lakes, you know, that's not really humid. The thing that that people don't like about coming down south in the summer is the humidity. Right, it'll run you out. Right, um, but I, I love it. I love. You know, and I'm a fat guy, so wearing shorty shorts doesn't sound too appealing. But I love wearing short shorts and flip flops and a t-shirt. That is a contradiction because every fat person I've ever met hates the heat. I love it, and I love the heat. I love it. Yeah, I love. You know, I love going out there and just sweating or putting in a good day of fishing and jumping in the water and cooling off. You know, sure. I enjoy the summer heat. Yeah. So does my wife. You know, we hate the wintertime. Yeah. I can't stand it. That's why Even wintertime in the south. Yeah, even wintertime in the south. So I fished. This was this past year was the first year I fished all year round, nonstop. Yeah. And, and now the, you're going to have an enclosure the with coldest, the The coldest <laughs> I fished was 27 degrees one morning, which I know is nothing. That's I what it'll that. be tomorrow morning when I wake up. Right. So it was 27 That's degrees. Brisk. That's no, brisk. I'm gonna be free. I'm gonna be. Yeah. I, I was freezing my balls off on Thursday, man. We were going up river 45 uh, mile an hour when it was 28 degrees, and I was looking at the frost on everything. But anyway, yeah, so, no, I mean uh, there was ice. So I fished out of a pontoon boat, and there was ice on the deck. I was slipping around. I yeah, had jeans and long johns and waterproof boots and. Sounds like you need to go ice fishing. Carhartt negative. <laughs> uh, I will go ice fishing if we do it like Luke does it from. Uh, Luke, uh, Nor- Luke Hinches, Hinches yes. yeah. He, well, he's got the ice shack well, and the you, three foot of if ice. If you go with me, it, that's what it'd be like. Right, you go I'm, with him, that's what it'd be like too. But I, I don't uh, like the thin ice, and I want the ice hut. Dude, you could legitimately be perfectly safe on five inches ice. You can drive a four wheeler with a person on it on five inches ice. You'll yeah, be but just Luke fine. took his truck out there, man. No, we, we wouldn't be doing that. No, you don't do that in Iowa. <laughs> You you walk out and then you sit in your heated enclosure. And, and I can deal with the enclosure. Yeah, but anyway, so I like I, it was fine. But when that wind blows, I just I can't I can't do it. My mind shuts down and all I want to do is be home, cooking bacon or something. Cooking bacon. <laughs> like all I can think about is cold morning bacon. And uh, so now I got this enclosure going on. It costs a pretty penny to put it on, but I'm gonna have boy a bu- do they. I looked buddy at heater them. on them. Yeah, yeah, this this one's gonna cost me about twenty seven hundred dollars. Oh shit, that's almost a discount compared yeah. to some of them I've yeah. seen, man. That's mostly all plastic, um, but so you can see through it all. So, right. But I'm gonna have a buddy heater in there. Yeah. And I'm gonna be wearing 
I might have a hoodie on, but I'm going to be chill. And then when the rod goes down, I'll run on, I'll be cold for 15 minutes. It's amazing the difference. Like if you fish out, like you have a full front enclosure and if all of your rods are in the back and you run out of your enclosure to where the rods are at, it doesn't even feel that bad as long as you're going into the wind. I was fishing out of enclosure on Thursday and it got up to like 50 degrees, 48, 50 degrees. And I was in like by noon, I was in a t-shirt. And if you had got a bite on the rod rack in the back, you ran out in the t-shirt, you're fine. But mm-hmm. when we switched to crappies and fished out of the front, I put on every piece of clothing I had on when I was mm-hmm. back out in the front. It was amazing the difference those things make. Mm-hmm. And that's with no heater. So you have that mm-hmm. keep in mind. I got the little bu- I have a double buddy heater, so I'm not worried about me. I don't even have a double buddy heater. I got I'm double, ice fishing. A double and I got the extension hose that I can hook up to a, f- a five pound or fifteen pound propane tank. You'll too. never run that double for more than fifteen minutes. Yeah, I'll run it on low, definitely. No, I, yeah, and I bet you still don't run it for more than an hour ever, unless you're camping out all night. Right, unless you're outside, like outside, outside. But if I'm in the enclosure, I doubt it. I'll, I'll heat it up and then cut it off. You'll get hot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. In the wintertime. No, I want to get one pretty bad, but I don't know how to do it on my boat. I got a tiller, so there's no windshield to build it off of in the front. I'd have to run something all the way down to the deck. My pontoon boat has no windshield. So you just snap it to the deck? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or to the sides. Yeah. They'll, they'll make it happen. There's a guy... Um, oh, shoot. Now the name has done slip from me. Anyway, he's in Manning, South Carolina, and... Uh, I took it up there, and he made me some seat covers, a motor cover, everything, so I don't have to put the big sombrella cover over the pontoon boat in a full enclosure. It's it's pricey. You know, it's like $3,000, but I saved YouTube money for a while. Can you write any of that off as a All business of expense? All Spencer? of it. 100% yeah. of it. This weekend is a We will expense. find a way. Yeah, uh, it's doable, but I'm still cheap. You know, like, can I make it without it? Yeah, but... And then how many trips am I running where I have weather like that? Because when we're talking about just me, I mean, I bought a rain jacket to wear in the rain. It's insulated. keeps me warm. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to be fine. The only re- person, the, the only reason I would ever get something like that is to accommodate guests. But the, mm. but think about this. No jacket. But I but. I already bought the jacket. But I'm but, like but no jacket. I'm pot committed right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. I bought the I bought the $150 Carhartt overalls cuz that's all we need down there. And they're quilt lined and you know, they have down in them and they're super hot. But no overalls. That's what I'm searching for. Mm. That's what I want. I want jeans, tennis shoes and a hoodie. And then I'll unzip the little door, go out there, catch you know a hundred pound catfish, hold it for the camera, yeah, and then go back in and post it on Facebook and make whatever. bacon. That's right. <laughs> bacon will probably be so. Then that's another thing. It opens up like cooking chili and and just. Uh, well, then you don't even need the heater. Because you know, anch- winter catfishing is typically an anchoring season. Tell us know? more. I mean, I anchor seasons every season for me. <laughs> well, down Santee Cooper, you do a lot of dragging. Yeah, you do a lot of dragging baits. Um, 
Or if you anchor, you anchor for a little while and then you move. Yeah. And then you move and you move and you move. Uh, you know, in wintertime, typically, and what I did last winter, I probably moved three times in a, in a fishing session, you know, an eight-hour fishing session. Yeah. But I'll sit on a spot for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and hopefully I'll get a few right off the bat, but then I'll wait and then they'll come back through. Uh, so, you know, sitting there and for a couple hours, you know, cooking a little chili or, you know, hot dog or something on my grill. Living the freaking life. Right. Right. And I'm, you know, I'm in, in education. So, you know, I got Christmas break. I got Thanksgiving break next week, all next this week. This is true. So, uh, I'm going to be fishing pretty much every day that I can, other than I got to take my car in for a recall. That sucks. Real life. Fishing the famed Santee Cooper. Yeah, man. What a life. Have yeah, you been down it's there? It's been dried up. Have, it's an 18 hour drive. No. No. Me either. I, have not. I know a guy down there, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a boat. Yeah. So we did We did a, a couple, two weekends ago, I did a river certified type deal. The video is about to drop, too. Yeah. Um, went, uh, you caught a sloppy one. 72 hours on an inhabited or a deserted island. Yep. You know. Catching, we fried catfish, and mm-hmm. we just fished and hung out on the island all weekend. And that's the one where you caught the big dog, isn't no. it? No. No. That was, that was the weekend before. That was the weekend I got back from uh, New Mexico, which was supposed to be a slow week. Yeah. And then Justin's like, hey, man, let's go fishing. Said, okay, well, you know, you're not here all the time. Let's go. And so we went fishing three days straight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> After work. So that was fun. But yeah, that video actually that did happen before the trip, but I, I don't have such great footage on that one, so yeah, that's going to be kind of a weird video. But yeah, still, you know, you're fishing with a guy like Justin Johnston, you know, you're going to make some content the best that you can, and sure. and I caught a nice fish, and I got a little bit of footage of it, so you know, we'll put that out there. But Santa Cooper's rough, man. It's not always what it what it Dude, sounds like. No, it's it's. It's easy down there. That's what everybody thinks up here. Yeah, apparently you can walk across Santa Cuba. You don't even need a life jacket because the catfish are so thick. Right, hundred pounders everywhere. Just walk across I used to the water make fun, like Jesus. I used to make fun of Justin. He, uh, there was a period of time where he was catching like a lot of twenty pounders. Uh huh. Fun sizers. Like, well, <laughs> I was giving him shit because I'm like, you lived in the land of giants, bud, and all you catch is guppies. The magic king. <laughs> he didn't like that very much. <laughs> I think I think he'd enjoy firing back at one of those. He's quick witted, man. I fished he's, with him. He, I know, yeah. Yeah. It's really he's really quick witted. Yep relentless yeah it is relentless, relentless. yeah <laughs> he's uh he's something else but i just throw it back at him you know i think i think those guys who like to pick um enjoy getting it back some uh, of them because it's fun you know it's fun to go back and forth like some that. of them do some of them don't just I depends on the person yeah i guess it depends yeah. on who you are yeah no so i'm curious too though like you guys live distant geographically oh, yeah. speaking, so how'd the whole podcast thing? First come time together? we met was Thursday. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Thursday. So how does the whole podcast thing come together? Uh, we do it on Streamyard. No, I understand how yeah. it it works, but what led to the beginning of it? Like, there's a there's somebody who lives 18 hours from me, and I'm not getting a hold of them to start uh-huh. a podcast. But you guys live very far apart. 
Oh, so so uh, I started my YouTube channel, and Mike, I did some live streams. Mike started coming in and chat. Yeah. And so, um, you know, Mike would reach out to me and, uh, you know, talk about some ideas or, or just reaching out. You know, just emailing me, you know, whatever. And he ended up sending me some reels. Sure. And that was really cool. And so we just developed. You didn't the, send me any freaking reels. I just need to know what you want. Oh, I have all the reels I need. <laughs> <laughs> Plus more. But yeah. anyway. But I we just developed. Have to send them. You just drive by, you know. I, yeah, that's true. Save you know, you the shit. And you yeah. can, uh, you can, you can attest to this, you know. YouTube can be a funny and scary place. Mm-hmm. At some times, and so not all the time when people reach out, are their intentions the best? I or- generally try not to accept any gifts, and it's not mm-hmm. because I have an issue with gifts, but mm-hmm. the few times I have accepted them, there seems to be an ulterior motive. Right. Yes. Exactly. So I had a small enough channel where I really wouldn't worry about that, and so Mike just over time, just talking with him, you know, we became friends and trustworthy, you know, and sure, uh, you know, like you know when I first started talking to you you know your buddy vouched for me and was like you know yeah kevin's kevin's a decent guy you know he might have lied to you a little bit but <laughs> i don't even remember who vouched for I you i think it was uh ryan uh redbeard ryan i don't remember his last name oh from up in illinois yeah set yeah, hooks yeah. and crossing eyes yeah. is his handle yeah yeah he's like you should have spencer on your show I he's was like, tolerable I was like, I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have Spencer on my show, but you know, he's probably got a bunch of guys, you know, people reaching out to him. And no, know. I just fish all the time. <laughs> Tell them guys to screw off. I'm but it, it ended up working out, so it's kind of the same deal, you know. Figured out Mike's not a crazy, you know, psycho killer, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And there's been some questionable people along the way. Sure. You know, but Mike's Mike's cool. And we, Even in your awards banquet thingy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you never I mean, know. You know, and, and then you're always afraid of people using you. You're right. You know, uh, I'm not for content. See, I, I, that don't bother me a bit. It, it. What do you mean using you for content? So, um, you know, you may have some people that want to talk with you or, or or bounce ideas off of you, but you know they have channels too, and so they want to build off of. But it's not a competition, Kevin. That's I don't I don't think it is. Yeah, but, but it sounds a little bit like you kind of well, do. Well, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The problem I have with it. Okay. Is because I genuinely love people. Okay. And so if I have someone that has that kind of motive to come to me, and that's all they want, then they don't really want to be a friend of mine. They don't want to. But if you really love people, do you need that reciprocity in that context? No, I don't need it, but I'm going to help them no matter what. Okay. But, uh, you know, once the help is done, then they're gone. You know, and so, you know, I, I love relationships. But once again, that's like the reciprocity. You know, like, like you give, you expect something in return. Mm. And so if they leave you, like if you I give something saying. and they leave, they give you nothing in return. But if you get enjoyment from the giving, like pure joy from the beginning, then why does it even matter if they just leave? I guess it doesn't. I guess I, I, I really value genuine people. And so if someone really wants to me to help them. So you value relationships. I do. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah, I really do value relationships and... You know, if if you want help or you or you genuine, genuinely want to build your channel or not that I'm anyone to get advice from, but if you ask me, I'll let you know what I want to know. To me, though, asking for help is different than a relationship. That was the point that I'm getting at. Right. And so yeah. the point that we're both saying the same thing, but 
they don't come at it like that. Yeah. You know, a person will try to develop a relationship or, or, or whatever, and then it'll turn into a help session. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, just say that. Yeah. You know, just say, hey, man, you know, I'm trying to start my channel. What advice do you have? So you also okay, cool. value authenticity. I do. Yeah. I, I'm one. I'm, and I get that a lot. You know, people don't think that I'm real, um, that I that I put on a, a farce, I guess, when I go live because I, you know, promote this whole Christian ideal. Um, and, and your camera voice. I didn't think I had a camera voice. Ella yeah. pointed out I had a camera voice and now mocks me for my camera voice. <laughs> you have a little bit of a camera voice. That's what I've been told. It's not a bad thing. That's what I've been told, and, and it's fun. I like it. But but I could see, and then in my shoes as well, how people mm-hmm. could misconstrue that as lack of authenticity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, if I, I can see where you'd get that from, but then after two years you have to kind of give up that idea. It's like, okay, the dude does it consistently all the time yeah yeah it's, it's part of who you it's are part of who you are. even if it's not who precisely who you are all the time it's part yeah. of who you are as a person yeah like on your videos you know you are spencer bauer you are you 100 percent. you just tone down some aspects of who you are i don't drop as drop as many f-bombs there you on go because <laughs> you want you want people to value what you do and you want younger people to be able to watch it or parents to be able to let their kids watch it without them there's worrying that. about you know what's going to come out of spencer's mouth the next there's seconds. there's that and i don't i where i grew up there's like there there's this person who you are in social certain social circumstances but you don't there's a, a way you don't talk in front of your grandma true you know so there's a way you don't talk when you're on like talking to a microphone or talking through a microphone so you're, you're southern talking. those are southern values i think they're values of a, a decent human being I- I, yeah, I would agree with Spencer there. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think this is a north-south thing. And they extend south. Oh, I thought we were yeah. talking about north-south stuff. We can always be talking about north-south <laughs> stuff. The SEC can suck it. <laughs> but anyway, so we are talking about these relationships and yeah. these, these people who reach out to you and, and may or may, they want something in return and just vacate. Yeah, I mean, and I have... I, you're right. I have no issue... With people wanting help and not getting anything in return, because that's part of what I put out there. So I want to help people. I want to, uh, you know, it may be may not be exactly in that way, mm-hmm. you know, to help them. But if it helps them, then that's fine. But then, you know, I, I don't respect the uh, trickeration or the uh, the uh, false relationship mm-hmm. you know building i i, I don't really know the word i find that so interesting you do because i i haven't had any real issues or maybe my, i wonder if it's i haven't had those issues or my perception is different i think you haven't had those issues because you don't really do many live streams the yeah. live stream community is so much it's you more can, interactive it's very, very interactive people yeah. feel like they know you and they do i mean you get to know people through live streams well you have your regulars that's right it's like your bartender that's right yeah you know you have the reg. you know you come in there in there all the time yeah. and you love that they're there because you know they're providing they they actually you know uh like what you're doing mm-hmm. and they're supporting you and so you kind of develop a relationship with those people so then you get those you know every once in a while you get people like we were talking about you know and so I actually talked with Dieter Melhorn about this. I had 
And Dieter Melhorn is also uh, a YouTuber. YouTube guy who does podcast fishing videos. Oh, he does do a podcast. Yeah. That's right. Listen to a few of them. But yeah, he's a uh, you know he's been around a long time. Yes. And so I had a, a situation where we there was some giveaways happening on a channel, and you know you have moderators in there, and you're trying to make sure everybody's just being friendly and whatever. And yeah. there was a guy that was being a douchebag yeah <laughs> and so he got blocked and it was actually me uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> well uh, this guy did not like that and so uh assumed it was me and um and some other people so he wrote an email like i mean every expletive that you have sure. ever heard of or said sure. he said it and not a big deal. I said, "Well, I'm sorry you feel that way, man. You know, have a have a nice Don't day." Don't be a douchebag. Yeah, I, I didn't even go that far. I was like, you know, God bless you, you know, Holy Spirit. But um, is this the one that I booted out of your channel? I don't remember. Pretty sure it was. Yeah, yeah. He probably came back, but uh, but because it was on somebody else's channel, that's the weird thing. It wasn't even my channel. That is weird. But uh, you know, and uh, that yeah, that was me. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. But then the guy signed me up for like some gay websites, man for man websites on my email. Oh, that's real weird. Because I started getting messages, um, like, how do you know he signed you up? Because of the context of the email, okay. he he said, uh, "What did he call me? Palmetto Bud." Or something like, hey, bud, or something like yeah. that. Some weird... Um, anyway, I, the context was exactly the same. And he did it on purpose so that I would know that he did it. So, like, your username on this gay website was Palmetto Bud? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't get to do a username because he had to confirm my email. That's how I found out about okay. it. Okay. So, when the website sent me back a confirmation, it was like, did you uh, please confirm your email for mailformailfun.com or whatever it was. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> i mean to each his own but uh you know not me right and so uh and then there was another one and i actually well, reached and it, out to and it's f- not even about like an individual sexuality but it's about volunteering somebody yeah. for something that yeah. they didn't do on their own yeah and that's it's, i reached out to a friend of ours um that has some experience with law and i was like so like is there any like cause for action on this and He's like, oh, well, you know, I mean, you you could do something. You know, yeah. Probably wouldn't make much of anything. But so I called Dieter. I was like, you ever had anything like this? And he was blown away. He's like, no, never anything like that. I was like, yeah. these live stream people are crazy, man. <laughs> but no, it's. I'm going to have a few buddies who are going to be doing this to me now. Yeah, man. Signing oh, you up. Putting out websites. a bunch of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mike, Mike knows, you know, people. People can come in there, and, and the good thing is, they feel like they can trust you and they can reach out. You know, yeah. I've, had, I've had several people ask me to pray for them, which I love doing. Sure. Um, and uh, you really get, you really feel like it's a community. Yeah. You know, atmosphere. No, there's upsides and downsides yeah, to exactly. everything, and it just sounds like you've had a few extreme. There has been, there has been several. It's been really bizarre, <laughs> but uh, you know you. It's sometimes the live stream world can develop into a little bit of a, a soap opera. I think about how I grew up 
in the dial-up area era where yeah. like AOL online yeah. chat was a thing and how I would go stay at somebody's house and yeah. we would sign on to these <laughs> AOL online chats and we'd be like 10 years old just talking mad shit on there yeah. whoever was on there just trolling people and I'm we used to I, do that too I think that's like like it's just transferred out beyond that into it different is. situations because online interaction has become more serious it in is. a lot of ways and and then there's all, still all these people who just so so I said all that, but let me not let me not give the misnomer that it is it is all like that. So ninety nine percent of the live stream community, but that one percent sticks out is very positive. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, you have a lot of veterans in there, disabled veterans who can't fish that fish vicariously through. Sure, um, they watch your channel. You know, they probably love the live streams. Awesome, yeah, well, on it, the water live streams. Yeah, they yeah. love it. They love it. Yeah. They come in there and they have their brothers and their sisters in there and they're, you know, having a great time. And then every once in a while you have King Douchebag come through. Yeah. And you're like, come on, man, stop ruining it for everybody else. Yeah. But, uh, Just one of my many usernames. That's King when I remind yeah. everybody that they really need to make sure that I have moderator rights on there live streams of, of their down. channels because there is nothing more fun than squashing a drop <laughs> i even warn them first you know just put them in a timeout and then i I'm you know, delete you their comment right and now. I, <laughs> I tell them this is your one warning language like that is not acceptable in this chat you know and then i i say something else and someone's like come on drop the hammer off. and, and <laughs> drop for, the, the hammer. for the most part i think that maybe people react so quickly with those tools they just like, oh, this person needs a timeout. Oh, that yeah. person needs a timeout. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look, what they said, that the, our our host does not want that here. Sure. That's got to go. Yeah. So for the longest time, people wouldn't do anything like that. And then I'd drop the hammer so much that when I'd show up, they'd be like, what's up, hammer? And I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, yep, just here getting ready to do my job, you know. And then uh, I'm other people you. started taking that step. And then I could sit back. And, and there's other people out there, and I'll just name drop Mike Turner. It, Freaking he, Mike! He became he became yeah, you know the one who yeah, stepped up to the challenge, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm gonna smash these trolls before you do, Marillo." <laughs> I'm like, "Let's Mike. go, buddy!" So now I'm just imagining you in like this three-piece suit being like the bodyguard of of the online chat. And what's who who are the guys on the Matrix? Like the bad guys? Oh. Uh, Mr. But the, Anderson. No, what they no. were. No, Mr. Anderson was yeah, the was good the, guy. Yeah. yeah, it's Keanu Reeves. But anyway, the bad guys. I'm just imagining you with the sunglasses, <laughs> standing in the corner in the suit, dropping the hammer. Yep. So now other other moderators they they get into the the mode where they would share people's links and try to help promote everybody and 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 get everybody more subscribers and sure. get them more That's views cool. and and you know. One YouTuber inspires another, which inspires another, which inspires another. And a couple of our friends who were here, they even came to me. And they're like, hey, man, can you introduce me to Spencer if he comes over here? Because we've, we've never met before, but Spencer. I do some stuff like he does. According and to I think Lauren, his stuff I'm is really Spencer. cool. Yes, she is. He is yeah. That might be my favorite title. She, she asked me, too. She's like, have you seen the Spencer? And I'm like, <laughs> he is here. I was like, he said, hey, but, you know, people get busy and he's got some, some tasks to do here. And. Everybody stops him, and she's like, "Okay, just as so long as he's there, you know." Yeah. She told me she's like, "This this thing, this catfish thing in Kansas City, this is like an important thing." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "So the Spencer will be there." 
and you will be there. Spencer. You I'm can like, let her yes. know that I appreciate her checking up on me. Oh, she does. And, yeah. and, and here's the best part. She said, I don't like the idea of you two going somewhere without me. And I'm like, you're a five-year-old, and you're sounding like you're my mom. I was like, what is this? And she's yeah, like, she's like, look, yeah, that, that doesn't have to come from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, she is a queen yeah. bee. She is, she's definitely in charge, and and I'm glad to. I've been in charge of too much stuff for my years. It's it's about time someone else runs the show and. You know, tell me what to do. Get just, me in line. Just not a five-year-old, no. hopefully. Yeah. yeah, well, So, yeah, so people need I'm to at. check out Murillo Family <laughs> Fishing on YouTube. And he hasn't done it in a while, but he does these interviews with Lauren. Where he'll just You've be never sit- watched him. Have I haven't seen him. He'll them. be sitting in the car rider line. We'll, we'll have she, to make you watch She'll him, just maybe. have a thought. Yes. She'll have a thought. And then Michael press record. And it's just gold. You know, it's you have to love cute kids, though. That's a, yeah. You have to love. Cute I would drop kids. her You're off You're blessed with cute kids. Not yes, everybody man. gets cute kids. You They're got adorable, some cute kids. Man. Yeah, yeah, I'm very. I'm, I'm a very blessed person. You are. Amen. And I have a very, very patient and understanding lady, and she literally tells me, she's like, "You're miserable. You need to go fishing. Just go." She's like, don't take her, take her, whatever you want to do, just See, go. I, ne- just I go never fishing. let it get to that point. And, and well, you know, I mean, you got to clean the house, you got to do this, you got to do that. You know, if the if if the sink is just full of dishes, I don't have any business going to just do what I want to no, do. I need to no. take I'm care. With of, you. I need you. to take care of that stuff. And but at times, she's like, look, she's like, take a day off or something, you know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. And I'm kind of a workaholic, but I'm kind of not. But that's, I am. that's funny. I guess I'm trying to like make connections there. The things my wife tells me to do is like uh, a couple days ago, I told her I was going to go sleep in my truck at a sketchy boat ramp. And instead of sleeping in my, tr- in my truck at a sketchy boat ramp, she goes, why don't you just get a hotel? Like you're not, you're not completely broke. You can afford a hotel. Just get a hotel. I'm thinking, but I could save a hundred bucks and just sleep in my truck. But I also hadn't showered in three days. So I was like, oh, maybe I should get a hotel. So I went and found the, t- I Googled the cheapest hotel I could find and stayed at it. What's the, what's the bottom, the bottom of the barrel hotel that you would accept? I don't know enough about hotels to know what the bottom is. I'm sure I've stayed at the oh, bottom. I've, I've, I've been in the bottom before. Like I've stayed at a lot of Motel Sixes. Yeah. Is that the bottom? No, there's some nice ones. What'd be underneath the Motel Six? Well, see, Motel Six is a brand name. Yeah. Well, one. yeah, and then you have franchises, and each individual one right. can so be good or bad. The, but the bad ones are the ones that you don't recognize. Yeah, I've stayed at those. Yeah. Yeah. I might have heard a murder in one. Yeah. You have stayed at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And I have no issues with it. Really? I, yeah. I feel pretty safe. I think the the thought of bed bugs is what gets me. Bed bugs could be here. This is literally the nicest hotel I've ever been in in my life, mm-hmm. and there could be the likelihood of bed bugs is just as high here as any yeah, other we, hotel. We check for them though. You can check for. I'm, I'm yeah. going to have to start complaining because uh, I, I believe this must be a suite, and I was not positioned in a suite. Spencer actually has two rooms and a door. And my whole room is like <laughs> half the size of this. Yeah, this room here, 
and, you and it is better. not the nicest hotel that I've ever stayed in by a long shot. This is the nicest hotel I've ever stayed in. I'm used to a Motel 6. Yeah. If it makes yeah. you feel any better, our refrigerator is a heater. Yeah, you're right. I should stop complaining. Yeah. <laughs> his his refrigerator heated his water. <laughs> I put I put a bottle of water in there cold and it came out hot like 70 degrees. Yeah, my my <laughs> fridge works pretty good. The bush lattes are very chilled. <laughs> bush lattes. Yes. All what right. else you got on your list there? This is the end. This is your the last oh, cast. This last is, cast. You already got to the last cast? Yeah, it's been oh like an gosh. hour and 20 minutes, man. We have man. been here a while. Yeah, the last cast is where you, well, you know, if you've listened to a few podcasts, you get to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. You can clear the air if it's some dumb shit you said, or you could expand upon the good stuff, or just say, hey, check out, like, Palmetto Cats, you know, it's it's totally what whatever you want. So, any you guys can go first, I can go first, it's whatever you want to do. I, I don't think I can go first. Go ahead, Spencer. I appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, man. And I appreciate you not wanting to go out for dinner so I don't have to go to bed at midnight and wake up and then drive and fish and then drive home on four hours of sleep. Not that I wouldn't do it with a smile on my face, right. but I'm going to do it with a, a smile on my face and my eyes are going to be more wide open than they would have been. And uh, I'm only going to have to drink two cups of coffee instead of three. There you go. Yeah, so I appreciate that. And uh, whether it was with the intention of sparing me the sleep or because we're all getting a little bit older and we appreciate ours. <laughs> Let's just say yes. 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 <laughs> but I appreciate that. And it was, it's, it's just been a blast yeah. just shooting the breeze with you guys. And, uh, I mean, I know Mike pretty well. I got to meet you for the first time, yeah. like formally, and yeah. you've been nice enough to bring me on some podcasts and yeah. you're just as cool, calm and collected in person as you are. <laughs> Um, online. Contrary to some belief, I am the same exact person that I am normally. Yep, and I'm too ignorant to know any better, and I just soak <laughs> things up how I see them. So that's the biggest thing. I hope we get the chance, um, all of us, to go fishing yeah, together one of these cool. days. I think that'd be a good time, and cool. whether it's down in the south where it's nice and hot and humid, mm. or whether it's up here in the the Arctic. I'm indifferent to. <laughs> Did you just get cold? Yeah. Just thinking about it. You would be very cold on my boat. Oh, I'm sure. I have no windshield. I'm sure. I've seen your boat. Yeah. I guess for me, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I think people, I don't want people to take me too seriously. That's a good Does good that make policy. sense? Yeah. Like, you know, I talk about real stuff and my religion is real and, and uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke. I don't. I'm good at drinking weed alcohol. Or, you know, I don't do this. It doesn't mean that I'm. You know, I think I get this image that um, you know people can't be themselves around me. Sure. And it, I see. I see that work. I see it all the time. Uh, in in my friendships or old friendships that are no longer because I've accepted Jesus. You know, and that's I've, the thing. I've changed my life. You know, and. And so Jesus changed my life, and I'm a much better person for it. And so I don't want people to take me so seriously that they think they can't cut up and drink a beer in front of me. Or, I mean, I don't really want you to smoke weed in front of me because then, you know, or smoke at all. A little contact high. Or smoke at all, you know. I've I quit smoking 20 years, or uh, not. I've been I smoked for 20 years. I quit about six or seven years ago. Yeah. And my lungs are now healthy. 
So I don't want that in my lungs. But, sure. you know, you know, I don't want people to think that they can't be themselves. And I think I get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a real person, and I like to joke around. And every once in a while, I'll slip up and say something stupid. And it's okay. You know, we're all we're all humans. We're all fallible. And uh, anyway, that, that's just my thing. You know, that's been something that I've seen a trend on. Um, you know, I'll, I'll log into. So there's a lot of live streams in our community. Yeah. Small ones, big ones, whatever. I'll log in and I'll just listen in. And people start, are on these panels. They'll talk about things. And I've never heard them talk like that before. Not on my show. Not when I'm in the chat. Not during the normal hours, you know. Yeah. Prime time. And I was like, wow, I never knew that such and such felt that way or sounded that way or talked that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I I guess that's it. I don't need to talk anymore. But that's an interesting Does that make sense? take. No, it just made me think. It, yeah. There's a lot of things Sorry. that clicked and made me think. <laughs> no, I think all the time it just made me think a little mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. Or it made me, it changed the, the path of where I was okay. thinking well, and made me, me ponder some things. But, uh. I'm going to let Mike talk. And okay. It's just because I'm trying to decide how I can make this relatively brief because I could see a whole new podcast spinning off of the things hey, you just discussed. Look at that spinoff. Yeah. And we'll, maybe we'll carry it over to yours. Yeah, let's do it. Well, I guess my last cast, what I'll say is that some of that negativity that we were talking about during live streaming and then maybe just the fact that some of it seemed kind of repetitious it was just you know going from one channel to the next and then i i kind of was was uh ready to lay back a little bit and just watch more cuz i actually paid attention to everything for probably more than a year or two before i really realized hey i can chat in this live stream and or i can put a comment there and then uh, you know, not necessarily like hero worship, but kind of, and, and it was just like, wow, you know, I don't, I don't fish this way. And I don't certainly don't see those kinds of results. And I fish very differently. And, and I'm trying to learn this because I'm just like, Hey, you know, let's do something different. You know, we can't just do the same thing all the time, uh, expecting the same results and you're never going to get that anyway. So I was using it as a learning opportunity. And then also, too, I was watching other channels to pay attention to learn how to fish with small children. I'm like, look, I need to continue fishing. There has to be good examples out there to learn how to fish with kids. I need to pay attention and learn so that way I can continue with, you know, the the passion that I have. And now here I am sitting here talking about fishing and various other topics. Hmm with two people that I didn't ever expect to be friends with three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. And sure. and my sister, Trish, tries to keep me grounded. She's like, you're looking at this all wrong. You don't understand this. And some of what you said, Spencer, is exactly what she's been <laughs> telling me over the last like year or two. And she's like, you're friends. It's, o- it's okay, you know, this is so cool. And I don't feel like I have trouble making friends, but the fact that these are friends who share that passion for fishing is something that I really don't feel that I've had in my first 40 years, sure, 42 years. 
So I see it as an amazing blessing. And uh, someone asked me today, they're just like, oh my gosh, you, you said you got to fish with Spencer. I said, I think I fish with Spencer every month, like <laughs> June through October. It was at least four times. And yeah. and they're like, wow. I was like, I'd have fished more too. I was like, I just didn't want to be like, you know, that pushy guy that wanted to go fishing, you know, every other weekend or whatever. I was like, he's got to have a busy schedule, you know, doing the videos and, and keeping that going and now he has a podcast and uh the day before kevin asked me if i wanted to do a podcast with him i had still never listened to one (laughs) really and my sister just beat me to a pulp that's really surprising like i listened to a lot of podcasts before i ever thought about like doing my own podcast it trish is like you need to listen to this podcast you need to listen to that podcast now of course for the previous like six years they were all like political and i'm like yeah. nope not interested yep. and then i'm just like well wait a minute i was like spencer said he's doing a podcast so then i started listening to it the day before kevin asked me and i'm just like i, I want to sit around and talk about fishing with my friends for an hour or whatever yeah. it turns out to be i was like absolutely he laid down which days he had available and i'm like we can do this then we have that day as a backup in case you know justin johnson says hey you want to go fishing with me and you drop me like a rock like i would too yeah and uh so it really has invigorated the passion that i felt that i was losing with youtube and this is something very different but to me it just seems like it's even that much more real and it's and it's really fun. It's more real, for sure, because literally the only thing different between what we'd be talking about if we were all sitting here um, is there's microphones. Like, I don't feel like the conversation would really be much mm-hmm. different than maybe maybe there's a little more uh, debate. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I like calling people out on but stuff just for fun. But, uh, yeah, literally the only difference is there's microphones mm-hmm. in my eyes. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what I try to do with point. the podcast. Some people have asked me about it, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, how do you do that? That you do it so naturally? It's so, so good. To, it's a good match for you." And I'm like, "I'm talking fishing with my friends. Yep. I am in heaven." Yep. I was like, "If I'm not out there fishing and I get to talk about fishing or fishing equipment or tactics or ideas or anything, I was like, I'm just my mind just starts running. I, I'm ready. We're not creating. We're documenting." That's the way I look at it. I'm not making a podcast. I'm just documenting the bullshit I'd be spewing <laughs> regardless. So, And that, that's what I wanted out of this because it would be more natural and more fun. So thank, thank both of you guys for coming on. If, if anybody enjoys this podcast and wants to support it, you can head over to rivercertified.com, get you some merch. Um, you can buy a, a badass pair of Waterland sunglasses. Use promo code RC15. You save 15%, and I get a little kickback, and that helps me out a lot. Um, you can check out my YouTube channel, River Certified, um, if you aren't already a subscriber. And if you are, I thank you very much. You can check out Kevin's YouTube channel, Palmetto Cats. And then uh, we found out about Mike's. Marillo's Family yep. Fishing. I changed it to Michael Marillo Family Fishing. There you go. And you get some uh, wonderful, uh, what's the word for it, heartfelt little kid interviews. And yeah. Anything else on there? Live uh, streams every once in a while, right? There's a lot of hero worship for you in there. <laughs> Is there really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some episodes. We got we to show you. 
it all started. I, I, I had to drop her off at, at preschool uh, uh, several times, and I was there a little bit too early. So it's like, she's like, come on, let's make a video for YouTube. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And apparently she Snapchats with her mom. Okay. Oh, and, or, or some or Snapchat or Instagram. I, don't, I think it's Snapchat. Insta Snap face. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so she's like, well, this is different, but it'll be okay. So she'd talk about topics from Hot Wheels to uh, fa- favorite uh, fish, what she wants to catch, what her goals are, everything. And, sure. And then you decided that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm doing this guide service. I'm really going to try and this and that. And. It's like, well, let's support him. Let's give it a shot. I was like, and if you can learn how to do it, you can go too. So then she she had her fishing goal, and and here we are, months later. Awesome. Yep. That's good stuff. You know, right. One thing we haven't talked about, though, Spencer, I, I don't think any of us said bullhead yet, did we? Because you guys have yeah. bottles of water. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it just doesn't work, right? No, and I'm out of beer. <laughs> we can fix that anyway thanks for taking the time to listen to this hope you enjoyed it and uh next one will be out in a couple weeks thanks for listening hope you catch a giant Now in Waypoint TV's 2023 Series Showdown. Your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head-to-head. Visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from Element Outdoors. Cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned. Get in the game and vote in the Series Showdown. Presented by Expedition Enterprises and Vote Trader. Only at waypointtv.com. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.